Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast. I'm really excited to talk about the big news today. But before I do, let's introduce this amazing panel that I have in front of me. First off, we have the guy with the beard that'll get you where you need to go. Writer over at PC Invasion, Greg Vargas. Say hello, Greg. Greg's gone. Uh oh. Greg literally is gone. <laughs> okay. It looks like he's next up, Aaron still. <laughs> next up, we have. <laughs> he will steal your wife and call you once, maybe twice. He's the extremely too good looking for a video game podcast, Brett Larson. Oh, this is me. I thought yeah. that was John. You were going to be con. Oh, okay. No, All right. Well, I, thank I you. wrote little things for everybody, like like like, like, I like little it. intros. And lastly, the Nintendo enthusiast, senior editor, and secret serial killer. John Frischa. Hey, How you doing, you guys? Pretty Dude, good. And Greg, are you back? You said, and we're going live, and it like crashed. Right? You disappeared. <laughs> it wasn't me. Live. It wasn't on my end. That was and because just... because Greg dropped out. All our all our names are different now. Brett's Greg. I'm. Brett. Oh my god. There oh, we no. go. <laughs> I did not do anything. I was literally. <laughs> sitting here and i was like ready to I go i was like why like, isn't he moving <laughs> i was like did he freeze was he, is he too nervous and now i missed my intro well, what's what funny it? can you tell me you... just yeah, the guy with the beard the, again you're the guy with the beard. was the guy with the beard that'll get you where you need to go that was pretty that's much it, it. i'm gonna come up with a better I was, one what if i shave no you're never yeah. gonna shave Let's yeah <laughs> you've got to consult brett on that one this week we have some Pretty big news to talk about. First, we will jump into what we're playing. But if this is your first time watching, this is Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where we record every Tuesday at 8 p.m., actually 7 p.m. Central Time. And yeah, we talk about the news and what we're playing. And it's going to be a doozy today because it's probably the biggest video game news that has ever happened. <laughs> so, uh, but before that, let's oh, jump geez. on into what we're playing. I'll go ahead and throw it at Greg first. Why are you going to throw it to me? I'm going to throw it to John. <laughs> Okay, John's in your hand. <laughs> oh man, hot potato, hot potato. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, let's see. A few days ago, I finally finished Yakuza Zero. My quest is complete. I beat up some bad guys, helped out some women, and uh, now and all's right in the world. <laughs> um, Yakuza Kiwami is now in the mail, or it should be real soon. But in the meantime, I think I might. Uh, I might finally start playing the, uh, what's it called? Trails in the Sky series, like that RPG mm. series that kind mm. of like There's got a port big and like, out, right? Uh, it might have come out by now, I forget. But huh. it's got like like a lot of different games in the series and they all connect, which is kind of rare for RPGs. It's not like Final Fantasy where like each one, it's like its own discrete thing. Yeah. It's like, well, you bought this one, so now you're invested. You better buy the next seven games or else you're going to look real stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> I um, I bought like three of the real old ones on PC like a year ago. And so like I'm, I'm hoping to at least finally start on that this week and get suckered into like eight more games, just like with Yakuza. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, I appreciate John, other I've, people. I've, I've been. Oh wait, go ahead, go ahead, Brett. No, oh, I was just gonna say I've been meaning to. I've come close to starting the Yakuza games a few different mm. times. So, did you just like? Is this your first playthrough for the series, or have you always played them? So I actually I bought the newest one uh, a month or two ago, Like a Dragon, because I love RPGs, and the newest one went like mm. full blown turn based RPG. And so because I ended up loving that so much, I'm now going back and just going through like the whole series 
So Sega's that got me on everyone. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like a dragon was amazing. Yakuza Zero was awesome. So now I'm going to Kiwami next, which is the remake of the first one. So I'm literally yeah. going seven zero one two three four five six. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm almost I'm almost tempted to like I, I've heard from several people now that like if you play like a dragon you're just gonna you're gonna want to play all of them. Yeah. So I'm almost like as close as, I, as I've gotten. I'm like, am I prepared to play six or seven <laughs> or eight whatever series. games yeah. there are? Yeah. <laughs> Plus the judgment there was off. a series. <laughs> I just wish there was a series that grabbed me like that. Like anymore, I'm just like. I don't know. My energy's not there. I'm just like, okay, back to Rocket League. All right. Perfect, perfect chance to toss it to Greg, who was probably yeah, playing yeah. Rocket League and Apex Legends. <laughs> but what are you playing lately, Greg? Don't be such a hater, man. So I've been playing Rocket, Rocket League and Apex Legends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have a new event going on. But dude, no, I so like I've been I it's it's hard because you know it's not like I, I suck at the game. And I continuously want to get better at those types of games. But, you know, I've been re so I, I first started Apex Legends on PC and I was uh, trying to figure out mouse keyboard and it was whatever. And then so I played a lot on Xbox and I ended up getting a, a Power A Fusion controller and really liked that. I, I got to swap like a lot of the buttons like from the D pad over to the paddles and stuff. But then I was like, because uh, every season they you you get your rank split and so you have to grind up again to where you were before and i was always in like the upper gold tiers and stuff and i was just seeing these people you know do these crazy you know 360 shots um you know managing the space very well you know because they have all these uh roster of legends and everybody has their own capabilities and powers and stuff so you know your your team comp there's a um you know a trio of people and so I was like, you know what, this season, I'm just going to grind up for mouse keyboard and, and see how it goes. And like over this weekend, I just started playing a lot and it was crazy. Like it just like clicked one day and I, I played this one match and um, it was just me and this other guy. And I, I kind of griefed him at the beginning because he took some of the, the guns that I, they like dropped in front of me out of this like care package and he picked them up and then you know how people do like the crouch and they like, you know, yeah, like they're griefing you. And I'm just yeah. like, whatever, dude. <laughs> but he ended up being like probably the best teammate I've ever had as, as Loba. And uh, we won as a duo. And I did like, I usually do a couple hundred damage. I did like 1500 damage. I had like uh, three knocks, three kills, uh, three drops. And like, I got probably like five or six headshots that match. And it was just, I don't know, I'm just having, it's like an all new experience. And, and again, you know, I don't have hours and hours to invest, even though Brett says, oh yeah, you could play like an hour or so. This is the year you're going to play some games. <laughs> yeah, play, play games that are three hours long. That's but, what I said. There you go. Hey. No, but I, I started ranking up again and I'm like almost going to get into uh, platinum out of, out of gold. I'm so close. And like, I made some, some new clips and stuff and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a really good time. And, and I, it's like a challenge to me in my head. I, I keep telling myself like, Oh, you're older. You're 36 years old. Your, your, uh, your instincts are, are going, you know, your reaction time is not as, as fast as it used to be. But I, I feel like, you know, I'll get put in a lobby with 12 year olds and, <laughs> you know, and, 
you, no, and they, it, you know, some of them are really good. And like, you, you have like a weird dynamic where they start working together and I get a good mix of, of, you know, people that, um, you know, play the game or jumping back in, or there's a, a, of women players that are, that are in my lobbies too. And I don't know, it, it just like starts to, it's gotten a lot better in terms of like the, the type of players, but it's not like your call of duty lobby where everybody's, you know, toxic and, and you're just yeah. trying to play a match and they won't res you and you get that sometimes, but I don't know. It's just, it's probably the best that's been right now. And, and I'm probably the best I've been playing it. So you know, that, that to me does more for me than, you know, maybe completing a game in 40 hours and then feeling like I have nothing to play when it's continuously, you know, fresh content. Mm. You're crazy, man. I need to beat a game to feel like I'm truly living. <laughs> <laughs> On this right. I am it's living. I mean, if you're it's not working towards things. It's, it's hard for me because I feel like if I'm not working towards beating a game, then, then I'm not even really playing a game. <laughs> like there's like nothing like, I'm, I'm not getting anything out of it like any sense of satisfaction but speaking of beating games i guess i'll do mine and then we'll toss it to brett i finally beat danganronpa which i started last week i talked about it on the show i won't talk about it too much here anymore but just a really great game um the writing was fantastic it goes to like dark places that a lot of games don't go these days and i just really appreciated it for that and the ending actually really caught me off guard i was not expecting like the whole like final i guess like two hours of the game is like wait what it was just one massive mind i don't want to cuss but you know you know what i mean <laughs> it's been but, cool uh, hearing you talk about it but more importantly hearing you spoil it i didn't spoil nothing <laughs> yes <laughs> i've enjoyed, enjoyed that quiz. as well greg <laughs> he, he okay actually, but anyway he actually text me he's like He's like, hey, do I have your permission to spoil some of this? Because I really want to talk about it. He's like, never yeah, going to play it. So I was, no, like, I, was no the, I was talking about the, the picture, but. Oh, the okay. Yeah. So on the oh, YouTube channel, yeah. I posted a video of my thoughts on the game and I didn't pay attention to the thumbnail. Like I, I Googled Danganronpa character PNG and I just grabbed the first one I saw tossed it in the thumbnail. I didn't realize <laughs> that it was a character that was like a big spoiler. There was something specific about this character that that like spoils the game that you're not supposed to see, and I was like, oh my god! So I, I took it down like like five ten minutes later. I was like, hopefully no one saw that or even paid attention. You ruined it. I'm oh, wow. not going to play it now. But but people who never played the game would, would have no idea what they, the spoiler no, was. They'll never remember that. They'll no, never yeah, absolutely yeah. not. So yeah, that game was really good. And next up, I'm moving on to Doki Doki Literature Club because I'm in a I'm in a visual novel mood lately. So now I'm going to move on to that yeah brett is in what the new kid what the young kids call a mood right now jrpg mood well visual novels but they have a similar vibe you know but next Uh, up that's true yeah brett what are you playing so first uh, i had to ask you this greg because uh you mentioned that uh as you get older your reflex time is a little bit worse playing those type of games do you think that's true or do you think that that's just what us old guys tell ourselves because we're not very good at those games? <laughs> Probably both. I even bought myself a new mouse because <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, I need a hero. And I plugged in my new mouse and I was like, yes, this is going to happen. But um, I don't know. That, I, I, I have made conscious decisions in the games that I play to get better. Like, I think it's like a challenge yeah. to me. You know, I tell myself, okay, when you come in contact here, you know, don't do what you've been doing, try doing this. 
and it's it's paid dividends you know to to even watch my own clips to see how garbage i was and that was only a few months ago and, and see where i am now and like knowing what i know now so i i it, it yeah i tell myself that but also like i try to specifically fix the things that i'm doing that that make me suck <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, that's cool i'm i'm just trying yeah. not to laugh because uh, you're I, talking about this and there's a doki doki literature club trailer <laughs> playing <laughs> it just does not match at all yes it does no Look no, at no. That hair. Close enough. no i i heard a, a podcast like i don't know a year or two ago and i'm i'm two two years older than you and they they brought that up and they're like hey as you get older your response time is <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw the credit. Oh so, so random. Look at that 36-year-old. In the beautiful, beautiful. For, for podcast listeners out there, no, but it, it, Eric started playing a video of Greg dressed up as a woman for a skit, and uh, it's just yeah, really funny. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's gold. It, that, that caught me off right in the middle of talking. No, no, but I heard him talking about that, and uh, and at first I was like, that's got to be it. That's why I suck at first-person shooters. Um, but no, I, I, I enjoy playing first person shooters as well. I'm just, it's, it's hard, man. It's hard if you don't, you're hundred percent right. If you don't get that practice, like it's overwhelming even to jump into like a, a team deathmatch round in call of duty, which I've played hundreds of thousands of rounds. I jump in and I just get my ass kicked if I'm not playing consistently. I feel um, like you're about to sell me advice that's going to improve my aim or something. <laughs> I wish. Dude, I wish. <laughs> so let me introduce you <laughs> to the, the Brett Nader No, but anyways, <laughs> on to what I'm playing. So I kind of got off a, a little off track there. Uh, so I've been on a, a huge indie kick lately. And going back to like right before Christmas, like well, actually right during Christmas, I've played like six or seven indies. And, and Brett knows because we – we're, we're always talking about like, what are you playing right now? And we have a kind of like a little contest, like not, not a contest, like competition throughout the year. We'll, we'll like keep track of how many games we've beaten. So we do I'll the whole like GG thing. I'll beat like a 60 hour JRPG and then he'll beat like a two and hour And I'll beat four, indie, three hour equal. indies. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be equal yeah. on the chart. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, but I've, I've, uh, just to name a couple, like some of them are new, some of them are older, but I've been on a huge indie kick lately. Um, a couple of the newer newer ones are, I wrote them down because there's so many, White Shadows. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. That just came out in November, I believe. Um, a Juggler's Tale. I mean, these these are all heard about like, kind of, <laughs> yeah, these are all kind of deep cuts, but I mean, they're, they're, they're newer games. Um, the two I played on Switch were Aspire, Ina's Tale, which is a, a new game. I, I believe that dropped in December or early January and then planet alpha. Um, but they're all yeah. kind of the similar type of games, like 2d side scrollers, uh, kind of like the puzzle platformer games. Um, but a couple of those have been yeah. really good. I've, I've been enjoying that. So I think my India kick is about over because February of doom is coming. So yeah. once February, once February hits, the Indies are out and the triple a kick you in the mouth are in. Yeah. Yep. I just pre-ordered uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which is the first game I've pre-ordered in like a store, and like I don't remember how long. <laughs> oh, you got it! Oh man, yeah. My PS5 that's an doesn't have a disc must. drive, so I can't even. Oh <laughs> man, crazy! That. Can't even Did play Blu-rays on it. No, but <laughs> I got the Series X yeah. for the pre-order. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. Next, they up. suckered me into the special oh. edition. 
No, that's all <laughs> I can you say. Got it. They talked <laughs> you not, up to the special not, edition. Not like the two hundred dollar one. Just like the GameStop voodoo on you. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. Anyway, if you upgrade, it's only an extra sixty dollars, and you get the. <laughs> It's 25 and you get the off. soundtrack. <laughs> well, it was $10 more, and I asked, like, is it, like, a real thing, or is it, like, crap? And he said DLC, and I was like, ah, all right, for DLC. But then I looked when I got home. It was like, I get, like, a freaking, like, extra outfit or some crap and, like, a special case. So, like, that dude did scam oh, me as far physical. as I'm concerned. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> All right, guys, let's start off with the biggest news of the week, which was this morning. I literally could not believe my eyes. I woke up. <laughs> It was like 8 o'clock or something like that, like 7.45 they posted the news. Super random. And I was like, wait, that, that can't be right. This is, just, this is just like a Game Pass deal. Like, like they're putting a few games on Game Pass. No, freaking Microsoft purchased Activision. Nobody saw that coming. It did not leak. There was nothing. And I, my, my mind was blown. And immediately I have a thousand questions that they're not going to answer for probably a year and a half. <laughs> That's about so, right. So what was your guys' first reaction to this, and how do you feel about it? I want to I want to say this first too. Like I had the same reaction. I actually saw the the Instagram post from them, mm-hmm. and was like, "Oh, that's cool. They're coming to Game Pass or something." That's how I was. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. just, 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 just a little Game Pass thing." No big yeah, cool. I woke up to a, a message from my brother saying that Microsoft had bought Activision Blizzard, and I was just like. What the hell? No, they didn't. You're probably mistaken. <laughs> What's that website I yeah, hate? I they, they probably wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I woke up to a message from on. Brett, and the, the first thing I asked, I was like, what does that exactly mean? Because I was like, there's no way it's like Bethesda purchase. It, it can't be the same as that, right? And he's like, pretty much, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I couldn't, just cannot believe it. And I'm really wondering... What's the plan here? Because <laughs> Bethesda doesn't necessarily... I mean, they do have Elder Scrolls, which is a massive IP, and Fallout, which is massive, and, and Wolfenstein and Doom. But I, I, would, I would say none of them are Call of Duty level popular. Not even close. Call of Duty, no, if no. you look at the list yeah. of the highest selling games of every single year for the past like, like 13 years, mm-hmm. probably like 11 of them are Call of Duty. Yeah. As, as, aside the, from the year that, yep. that uh, Grand, Grand Theft Auto came Auto, out. Right. <laughs> That's it. Only Grand yeah. Theft Auto yeah so yeah Yeah. like that is insane Mm -hmm. and i'm really wondering like what's their plan here in terms of like they wouldn't spend 68 billion (laughs) dollars for things to stay the exact same so when people say that like there's going to be probably no changes they're going to keep offering all the same things that they currently do i don't i don't really buy that i think they're good they're happy okay the big question everyone's wondering are these games going to be exclusive to xbox and pc right or is call of duty like a minecraft situation where it stays everywhere so I can't they, imagine it's a Minecraft situation. I mean, like yeah. you said, you don't spend seventy billion dollars to have this game on on PlayStation. I mean, yeah. that, at at that point, they are they're pulling the trump card and saying this is ours and it's going to be ours. I mean, they, you just don't spend that kind of money to to still allow your competition to have it on there because they, they couldn't make that much money from each each uh, copy sold if it was on the PlayStation, right? Like it just right. wouldn't make sense. So I I cannot imagine it would be anything but exclusive, which is insane. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you got to keep in mind that if you're gonna buy something and then not actually own it, that's called NFTs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which are extremely let's, popular. Let's in not the, get uh, back on NFTs. 
but uh, yeah, the thing oh. that's that stood out to me was whenever someone at, at at Activision or Bethesda or not Bethesda or Xbox was like, "This is not for a small win. This is for like like this is in it for the long haul." So I'm thinking, this like they might pull it off a of PlayStation. I don't probably not the next game or even the game after that because they're probably already planned and stuff and all that stuff. Mm. But at some point they're gonna pull them off PlayStation and just try and ease people into the fact that hey you have to have an xbox a pc or even a phone to play the latest call of duty because they offer the x cloud stuff right and yeah, a lot of people well, that, aren't going to be happy with that but i think in the long that? run three years in no one's really gonna be thinking about it you know like oh yeah they used to be on playstation i forgot about that that's how people would be like imagine oh, that oh, playstation people with only playstation will definitely remember we'll never <laughs> they'll never forget <laughs> exactly cigarette in their mouth <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> having having that exist like next to as like imagine you know xbox has a flagship first person shooter title halo and look how many people got excited about that and have jumped on and are in the crossplay lobbies and it's on console but it's also on pc and like you have another uh franchise as as big as that standing right next to it you're you're gonna tell me those are not gonna make money together like they're they're not the same style of shooter they're both you know first person shooters but i think you know you're like what they said you know that has merit you know that this is for the long haul and i just i just see them making money year over year but also i hope that you know this is a, a move to not only improve the game, <laughs> improve the, the game's engine, but, um, you know, they have a big uh, hurdle to, to leap here. And that's to, I mean, the company culture to, to maybe that oh, was yeah. the, maybe that was the, the big ticket item was, was part of this deal was not necessarily like, Hey, this is, you know, for the, the whole shebang, you know, they probably got to pay out, you know, Bobby Kotick to get him, yeah. you know, to pooper get off the pot. They probably have Dude. to settle all these lawsuits and, you know, yeah, whatever they have going on. Yeah, they, I mean, they have a, I, I said this, you know, we were talking just a little bit, you know, uh, in, a, in a private chat earlier, but I said they, they, you know, they could either mess up the series and have to wear it as a black eye for having spent $70 billion on a, a franchise that they, they, you know, kind of squandered away, or they can, you know, turn this whole ship around and including the leadership, the management, the culture. I mean, they've got a lot of work to do. I had saw a quote that basically hinted at, yeah, once the deal is done, all the like all the leadership's out, including uh, Bobby Kotick. Good. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's really great. I thought I heard Bobby, Bobby Kotick was staying. No, he's staying, well, but they hinted that it's only until the deal goes through next year. Yeah, gotcha, who who was gotcha, it? Okay. I, was it? It might have been. It was either Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post. One of them said their sources say that once this merger is done, Codex out. Yeah, and and, and that just makes sense. Gotcha. Like, okay. Yeah. He's already. That a, would make for, sense. Yeah. Have yeah. you guys seen his salary? Like how much money he makes? Yeah. It's something astronomical. Yeah, already, we talked it's about insane. this earlier. It's. I'm not even exaggerating when I say his salary is over a hundred times bigger than the CEO of Ubisoft. If you look at mm. like the charts that went up mm. over a hundred times more than the Ubisoft <laughs> CEO, that's insane. Yeah, that's and good sure stuff. the worth of Activision is probably about that of Ubisoft as well. But still, it seems like the guy is just just beyond greedy with with what he makes compared to some of these other CEOs as well. And it was like um, a, a what, insane what's, number. 
what's yeah. crazy to me is like putting this in perspective. When I heard this earlier today, I was like that. It was like the, the biggest jaw drop moment was last year when Microsoft bought um, Bethesda. It was the largest acquisition in gaming history, and that was for seven billion dollars. This was for seventy billion dollars. Like this is, we'll never see anything like this ever again. Yeah, it's, I, mean, I, I just cannot. I, I mean, some well, of the we richest people in the world, you know, don't even have that wealth, and and this company dropped yeah. it in a day. Cash, cash yeah. offer. Yep. Right. This right. this cash offer was more than what Nintendo is worth, right? Isn't that, isn't that what you guys were talking about earlier? Yeah, apparently Nintendo is worth like around $60 billion right now. Oh my god. And so Microsoft just dropped a Nintendo to own... Yeah. It, it just like that. Um, yep. Yeah, just like that. And you can't tell me this wasn't... And if they're the making that acquisition... Calculated. You guys yeah, talked at the there's, same there's, time. Yeah. There's no way this could have happened like in like the past three months. Oh yeah. Well, if yeah. you guys remember, I, I don't know if you do remember or not, but they hinted a month or two ago that something big was coming and then nothing came and everyone's like, oh, I guess it was nothing. I wonder if it was this. Do you guys remember that? I remember like the Fable thing, but that, that's Brett? all I remember. I remember that there was some kind of hint that there was there was a, something else really big coming. And it felt like they were hinting at something more than like a game announcement or something. But I... I, I can't remember exactly when, but I, I almost wonder if this is what they had in mind back then, but it just took all this time to to get everything all straightened out before they announced yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, I know that uh, Jez Corden over at Windows Central, he he had heard that there was a big thing coming, but that it was mobile game focused. And this is technically mobile game focused. They own Candy Crush and a bunch <laughs> right? of other things. Yeah, that's that's, super that's popular. true. And uh, he didn't realize Dude, that Candy it was Crush going to be Activision. Yeah. 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 Man, so but, yeah so oh, what what <laughs> that's so crazy to me too like uh, crash is playing but you're you just took one of the ips that your biggest rival basically gained its its momentum its wealth from and yeah. was so beloved and now it's a microsoft ip well yeah but it also like mm. it, it it makes me think like do you guys think it'll get to a point where where microsoft gets so many of these studios and starts bringing them on board and uh, you know this acquisition that acquisition that it can't manage them all like i just feel yeah. like there, there could be so many issues i mean i don't think so because well i mean first of all as we've established microsoft is like richer than god number one <laughs> no, right number two <laughs> like they've been around the block so just their game business alone now obviously is like around 20 years old like I have to imagine that they have like extremely mature like portfolio management practices. Yeah. So sure. like Those... I I like if like of all the people to screw up something like this, I think Microsoft would be like less likely because they have so many years of this already ingrained in them. Yeah. Um, for sure. That but that being said, at the same time, it's it's gonna take time to tear down the walls that Activision and Blizzard built themselves. Like right mm. now, apparently, literally everyone works on Call of Duty. Like literally everyone. Yeah, like, like almost all yeah. their studios. Crash right. Bandicoot, sidelined. Tony Hawk, sidelined. Yeah. Like mm. it's it's all shooting all the time, and it's. I think it's going to take a lot of massaging to um, 
that's an interesting image there. Uh, sorry. Yeah. A, <laughs> Candy Crush. I, I thought yeah. that was Eric's pen. Yeah, first. I was me like, too. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I think it's going to take um, some massaging to like get studios back in a place where like they're actually able to like make other things. Like I'm sure the developers themselves are very excited to make something that isn't yes. Call of Duty. Oh, they're probably think, burnt out. Dude, yeah, I really I hope. Think, Getting them because, in the positions to do that will definitely take some doing. Yeah. Yeah, like there are studios like Raven Software who, who like got popular and and made some amazing games like the X Men Legends games and uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And then yeah. I, and then when then they uh, actually I think they're always with Activision for at least for a while. But mm. but sooner or later, once they were put on Call of Duty, that was it. Nothing it. else. <laughs> and 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 the only game that they were lead on was. Uh, Black Ops Cold War. That was the first one, and that was like ten years after they joined really. and started making Call of Duty and, games. And weren't they originally not supposed to to be the lead on that? Wasn't Sledgehammer supposed to be the lead on Cold War? Something happened where like yeah. the the order Something got messed weird up. happened with that game. Yeah, I think they they yeah. they were like making a multiplayer and they were pulled to focus on a single player campaign or something something like that that like jacked up the yeah maybe that was the it. sequence of release but god man can you imagine you're like a passionate developer you make work for a studio that makes great games and then your owner tells you like oh yeah by the way you're, you're not going to do any of that anymore you're going to make skins for call of duty guns oh my god and oh that's god. it moving forward <laughs> it's probably right. good your pay, dreams but... is being a developer just like gone <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I would hate my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah like along those lines, like it's like it's just it's it's still unbelievable that vicarious visions, like after taking care of like Tony Hawk and all these other things, like uh you're you're just in Blizzard now. You don't exist. You're yeah. you're just part of the Blizzard machine. That's it. All of that fact... history done. Or the studios that just made Crash Four and Spyro, or or, or the Crash Trilogy Bob? in the in the, in the Spyro trilogy. Yeah, that's one of them they are now put on call of duty like after they made those Boys great games yeah like yeah it's a that's weird a, time a for, point, for, yeah. for for xbox to purchase them i feel like it would have made more sense if like this was like two years ago and then xbox had like crash 4 on game pass like that would have been a huge deal crashes back it's day one on game pass i feel like it, it would have exploded way more than it did because crash 4 sure. sort of just came and went like no one really talked about it which was that pretty sad to see and then, yeah. like the Tony Hawk games, those amazing remasters, I feel like on Game Pass they would have like did extremely well, but they sort of just came and went once again, and and that's why Although, their teams got well, relegated to Activision's. <laughs> well, I think Tony is. Hawk did good numbers though. I'll I'll look up the sales while we keep talking, but Crash Four really did like come and disappear. But I think Tony yeah. Hawk pushed some numbers. Yeah, I think it did well, but and and that's why it was surprising that they aren't doing it. Like, Again, like there's no there's no Tony Hawk game planned, at least from what we know. They're, they're working know, on Call right. of Duty now, and that sucks, man. Because I really wanted Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three and four, and then Underground one and two. Like that would have been amazing collections. Yeah, I personally, I still think it's possible because I know. Yeah, I know. Like a year ago, like it was like in one of their their financial briefings, like they said they had more of these sorts of things in the works. And I can't remember if they ever actually announced anything like after that point, it's yeah. possible mm -hmm. they did, but nothing's coming to mind right now. Yeah. I, I hope so. Cause yeah. it was awesome seeing Activision try some, not really new things cause they're old things, but <laughs> yeah. they 
they they really brought back Spyro, Tony Hawk, and Crash, and made them like absolutely stunning games. And I don't know, it was just it was just really awesome. And now that's so, over with. So they're, they're gonna like. they're, there's there's gonna be two uh, IEPs that that were born on PlayStation. I didn't even think about Spyro. Yeah, I mean Spyro and Crash <laughs> yeah. were both born on PlayStation. Now they're gonna be yep. exclusive Xbox games. Like, think about that's pretty crazy. So I I do have to play devil's advocate just a little bit here because i mean everything's awesome and what they're doing is insane with last year's purchase of tencent and then now this year's purchase of activision blizzard do you think they're oh, wait, you comes mean, a you mean back, not tencent oh, do you or, mean uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry zenny max yeah. right i'm sorry Zanny Max. I don't know why I just said Tencent. It'd be a Tencent just just purchased. Yeah, Zen, uh, Tencent would be, we'd be. No. Yeah. I. Thanks for correcting me on that. <laughs> no problem. Uh, everyone in the chat's probably like, "What the hell is this guy going on about?" Get off the show, Zanny Max. In this year's uh, purchase of Activision, do you think it gets to a point where this is not good for the industry? Meaning, like, I know they're not. It's not a monopoly right now. But it's yeah, getting to that right point now, where but... like they're almost going to be viewed as like the Disney who's just gobbling up the competition, or or the Walmart who gobbles up all of its competition because, like you said, Xbox has more money than God. So mm-hmm. while for us as consumers this is awesome, but do you guys think that this gets to a point where like how much is too much? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think only time will really tell in terms of how they're handling these studios and how good the games are. I think. If Fable comes out, or if what's what's another game in the works? Uh, Hellblade Two comes out, and if they're amazing, then it's like okay, that's a good sign. Like maybe Microsoft's giving these developers the freedom, exactly what they need to make amazing games, and they're all on freaking Game Pass. And as a consumer, that's amazing. We're we're getting like oh, yeah, the best deal in gaming mm-hmm. plus amazing games on it, and now all the Call of Duty games like that's insane. But the the, the question is is first off, are they going to make money? We don't. They they probably don't even know that yet, and. Yeah. Dude, if they crazy. can't how's this how's this going to change the industry as a whole like like what if this fails and like right. what if activision is just like uh so now what and they, well, uh, they like cut... they have to they have to make money because you got to make back 70 billion dollars they wouldn't be doing this <laughs> right well yeah i mean like they said, unless, like, this unless is, like we don't know how much money they really have and that was just like uh, 70 billion that's it no okay. big deal <laughs> some change sure. i mean yeah it's just crazy well, to I... think that go ahead well, I was just gonna say that I, the the silver lining with with uh, Microsoft doing these purchases is that all these games are coming to PC as well. If yeah, if sure. Nintendo was, of course, Nintendo doesn't have the sort of cash to do this. But if Nintendo <laughs> yeah. were buying all these developers and you asked, this like, hardware. <laughs> are you gonna put this on PC? They'd be like, we're gonna see you in hell. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> they would smile and say no. <laughs> yeah, and and if Sony did it. We're, we're starting to see them put games on PC, but it's like, you know, yeah. like, what is it, like three, four, five years after the fact? So, like, we Very probably exactly, would get these yeah. games on PC, but it'd be like after a lot of people forgot they exist. I mean, so, like, yeah. <laughs> but look, Honestly, at, look at what it took Sony to, to make that move. It took them their, their own studios urging, you know, pressing upwards to, yeah. to get them to put their games on PC when Microsoft was like, yeah, screw it. Like, do it if you want. Like, we've got a That's store. That's the thing. With, mm-hmm. with Microsoft purchasing these, these studios, it's not like they're actually really being locked hardcore out of the massive 
like a gaming audience. If Sony did it, mm-hmm. they'd be on PS5 first, maybe on PC down the line. If Nintendo did it, they'd only be on Switch. Microsoft, they buy a studio, they buy a publisher. Every game is on PC, every game is on Xbox, and it's on cloud. And that's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's just a lot better in my opinion than, than what the other it's guys are like, doing it's right almost- now. It's almost like they're in a league of their own. Like the, the fact that they can drop games day one with with Game Pass, the fact that they can drop games on PC day one, it's it's almost like they're playing a different game than Nintendo and PlayStation. All right, it's it's nuts. But that yeah, and well, that's my question. Like, what is the play? It's confusing for, to be exactly. honest. Like, yeah, Acti- Activision is a confusing purchase. I thought for sure they would go for a Japanese publisher next like Sega or Square. I feel like that would have made way more sense, filled in the hole that they're extremely lacking in. And But no, they got True. Activision, which is known for first-person shooters, which is which is mostly what Microsoft is making. So I don't know. It's just, yeah, right. that's true. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. But they do have those other popular IPs that maybe we see something down the line, like with Crash and Spyro. I'm, I'm just yeah. not sure the, what they're going to do with the, those next because well, it seems like they're going to rest. What? Diablo 4. What's that, Eric? Oh yeah, Diablo, Diablo 4 is massive. 4, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, that's Diablo huge 4. too. Yeah, we don't even talk yeah. about Diablo, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like these are yeah. Like, sure. We don't even talk about those games because Call of be Duty huge. is so big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, got some big funny. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you guys think that th- seeing this and uh, last year's Zenimax purchase that it will force Sony's hand if they had anything that they were looking at doing. They're like, okay, just and, about and we, we almost too. have to do it now. <laughs> like, and and if so, what do they get? Because they don't have they don't have the kind of free money that Microsoft has. They make a yeah. lot of money, but they don't have near the money that Microsoft does. Like, do they go for a, a square? Could they afford I, a square? Yeah, I um I posted a tweet uh, earlier today, but I deleted it because I didn't want to be a part of like the fanboy stuff. But I posted a tweet of that old guy who's making like the smile that's like, uh, everything's okay. You know what I'm talking about? No. Um, that, <laughs> yeah. that picture, like the meme. Cries. The oh, meme. yeah. That's, oh, that, that okay. meme? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was okay. oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. It was the old guy, and it was uh, Sony talking to Square, and, and it said, uh, uh, You guys offer layaway. <laughs> I, d- I deleted it, though. I, just, like, I don't know. It's been so, a rough day for them. Yeah. So, when it, when it comes to Sony, if, if you think about it, like, so as both Bretts have basically outlined, yeah, Sony does not have the the Xbox money, but I it kind of feels like in its like low budget way, it's kind of trying to do that a little bit. So like if you look at if you look at uh, Square right now and you think about recent Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy VII remake, to this day you can't play it on Xbox. What, what uh, I was going to mention that in a little bit. Yeah, uh, no, it's okay. At, at the top of the show, uh, Nintendo announced Banjo Kazooie hits uh, Switch Online in oh, two days, okay. January twentieth. That's cool. nice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very cool. cool. And, um, and they work with Microsoft on that, so they right? are talking at least a little yep. bit. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Nintendo and Microsoft have a very healthy relationship, all things considered. Um, yeah. But yeah, but getting back to what I was saying, like when you look at the the Japanese releases that Square does, which is you know, in my heart and in a lot of people's hearts, that's what you think of. Like, you'll think of games like Outriders eventually, but, like, when you think of Square Enix first, you're thinking of the Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. And, right. like, that stuff... Not Tomb Raider. <laughs> right. So if you if you think about all their releases lately, like Triangle Strategy, that's a Switch exclusive. Dragon Quest XI, 
that you can play on anything, but the special version that came to Switch first and it started mm -hmm. on PlayStation 4, like all of their Japanese output will go to PlayStation and or Nintendo first. And yeah. or Spoken like, is coming to PlayStation. Right, yep. right. I, I always forget about that because I think it looks lame, but you know, we can send me the hate <laughs> comments for that. But did um... I just move that with my mind? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 one more thing. Um I don't know, I, I might be overthinking it, but with Dragon Quest specifically, for basically like as long as the series has existed, uh, the creator Yuji Hori, his attitude has been that he wants to put Dragon Quest on the system that has the most people playing it because he wants the most people to be able to enjoy it. And that's mm -hmm. how Dragon Quest Nine ended up a freaking Nintendo DS game, a really yeah. blurry, not all that yeah. pretty Nintendo DS game, but it sold a ton of copies because that's what like little Japanese yeah. kids had. And mm -hmm. like, like I just I can't see Dragon Quest Twelve becoming like an Xbox exclusive. So that that's like my that's, very weird, weird, extremely nerdy rationale of why I can't see like I just Square ever selling to Xbox. I feel like yeah. that. If Xbox goes to Square and they're like, okay, we don't have a huge audience of Japanese game lovers on our platform. However, right. we offer Game Pass. You put your game on our console, it's available to everyone who has Game Pass immediately, day one. Mm -hmm. And that's on phones, that's on PC, that's on Xbox. I feel like mm -hmm. that would be kind of tempting to do and be like, okay, well, if you pay us, we'll put it on there. And, and, and that's all it takes. And then, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe Microsoft profits from that, from getting more subs, but... True. I'm not feel, sure how the on, on that Sony same has... note. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna make this a real quick no. point. I, I, like, I genuinely wonder because a lot of the the Japanese game developers they have, well, it's evolved recently, of course. But like, if you think back to like the PlayStation Three era when J Japanese games in general were like really kind of starting to stagnate, they were kind of losing their mojo for a while, and that's when all the Western devs were really taking over. It was because like the Japanese devs were set in their ways. And I have to imagine in some respects that still applies even to this day. And I genuinely wonder what the Japanese devs' attitudes are in some cases like towards Game Pass. Like the idea of just like giving your game away without paying for it. Like I wonder yeah. if any of them have like this like inborn bias still of like, I don't want to just give you my game, I, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like there would be a level of pride that some of these like right. big AAA publishers would be like, well, that's great and all, but we want to sell our game for full price. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. I've always I've always wondered how Microsoft goes about being like, okay, well, you can put your game on Game Pass and it will be available to everyone. But I almost wonder sometimes they're like, well, we've got a level of pride here that we've been selling these games for X amount of dollars for 20 years or whatever, you know? So it's kind maybe of interesting what, to think about that. Maybe that's what yeah. pushes them to the Sony side of things, you know, that they have, that Square has some loyalty um, to Japanese developers and and to Sony, and then Sony gets you know Square, Capcom, Konami, um, and who else were you just talking about? Sega. Sega, yeah. Could you? I mean, like those four alone probably, I would say, are probably relatively cl close or can do relatively close in sales to something like Activision and. It Call of Duty and the bro gamers out there. Yeah. The bro gamers. <laughs> now, there was something that I wanted to rant about a little bit, and it's that what does Sony really expect Microsoft to do, like, 
they are constantly paying for exclusivity. And Xbox is like, we don't want to do that because we got backlash from, from Rise of the Tomb Raider for some reason, even though Sony does it all the time. <laughs> um, and they're like, well, we could bring these people in-house. We can make the games better and we, and, and we can put them on Game Pass. So even though we're paying for exclusivity, it doesn't matter if anyone buys the game because people are just subbing to Game Pass. And then the, I feel like once you're subbed to Game Pass, you're typically in it for the long haul because it's just like, dang, this is coming out. This is coming out. All these brand new indies. I'm, this game looks awesome. So I feel, like, keeps me I feel like they're just trying to keep people or, or to get people in the door. And uh, hang on, where was I at uh, before this? What were we talking about before this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> with, with, with Microsoft, Sony paid for Spider-Man to be exclusive in Avengers. They took Final Fantasy from Xbox and it still doesn't have Final Fantasy VII Remake after like over a year. Whenever originally it was only supposed to be a year, but Sony extended that contract. Rumor has it Sony pays for some type of exclusivity for the Persona series. And Xbox is like, well, Jesus, you guys keep doing that. We're gonna buy Activision. They're they're like, they were probably they were probably waiting to give the biggest middle finger to to Spider Man, Avengers, you know, all these games that Sony's been, you know, locked locked up tight to their platform. They're currently working on an exclusive for PlayStation with a Tokyo. What's it called? That is their Ghostwire. Oh yeah, Tango Gameworks. Right. That yeah, that's yeah. their own fault though. That's that's their own businesses. I mean, yeah, they've sold a, a, a buttload of, of PlayStation consoles, but like ha- has that hurt them? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they're not exactly I mean, I, I, have abundance of games to publish right now. Yeah. I, I still feel like it it kind of goes both ways a little bit, maybe not to the extent of like Sony purchasing rights to Spider Man and the Avengers. I, I, I still think that was kind of a bitch move i'm sorry <laughs> but and i'm a and i'm a big a sony <laughs> i'm a big playstation supporter i thought that was stupid but like to a smaller extent xbox still does it with like uh there's some of the small annapurna games that are still um mm. uh, only exclusive for six months or a year or like the medium that came out that was really the only exclusive they had in the first like few months of of this generation and then now it's out on playstation so there are other games. Uh, Twelve minutes is now out That's on, on PlayStation. Way Muscle. small, way smaller scale, though. No, I get it. Like no, Final I get it. And no, no, for sure, for sure. And and then that's I, I kind of preface that by saying that as well, not to that extent, but it still happens. But yeah, just not to the to the extent of what PlayStation does. I just think it's a little egregious when a AAA publisher will take a bag from Sony, and it's like I don't mind when indies do it because it's like you know what get your bag you're, you're making an indie game probably on like a shoestring budget so just Definitely. go ahead take the bag have a year of exclu- um, exclusivity on xbox that's perfectly fine but when square enix does it it's like guys why are you doing that like come on you're <laughs> yeah they're really business, is it really so worth they're, it they're, yeah to them probably i mean their business they're here to make money and if they can make it and hit their third quarter goal fourth quarter goal whatever it is by nabbing yeah. you know the small exclusive deal then then why not mm. yeah and of course like yeah i don't like oh go ahead john oh thank you <laughs> it, we have to we just have to remember that activision also is a very special case in that they completely destroyed their reputation with horrific mismanagement which we haven't really discussed just because it's so well established that apparently yeah. everything yeah. about this place on both the activision and the blizzard sides is just a nightmare <laughs> for a lot of people, for a lot of different reasons, especially yeah. the women. And 
Xbox might genuinely be their one chance to like recover from that. And it's probably yeah. going to involve, as we said, like cleaning house on a lot of the management. Because you, yeah. you just can't That's imagine the situation recovering with Kodak staying. And if he does leave, yeah. as basically everyone's now expecting, like that's that's basically literally step one towards healing, like step one of like 60. Yeah, I can't even picture yeah. a world where the deal goes through and he's not gone. Like he has to be out, right? Yeah, uh, yeah he's And guys, be. his salary is so freaking massive. Once they don't have to pay for that, that's like three AAA games right there. Like, <laughs> that's like the full budget of three games. Here's Spyro Five yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, I, there we go. I, I, I feel like I feel like that that aspect isn't talked about enough. Like, say what you want about this purchase and acquisition, but it took some balls to acquire them in their current state. Like that. It, not only does it take some balls to spend that much money, period, but to buy a company in its current state the way they are right now, like that that took some balls to do that. That's what yeah, I was saying definitely. earlier too. Like they have a they have a lot of you know course correction to do with you know whether that's the gaming culture, how their development teams are structured, the IPs that they're developing, their business practices moving forward. Of you know like something, making something other than Call of Duty and like shoving it down your throat every year. Like I, I, I there's I'm sure they saw plenty of opportunity, but at the same time, you know, like you guys are saying, they're they're they've got a lot of work to do, you know, to to really, you know, steer the ship in the right direction and move forward. And company culture does not happen overnight. That that is right. a a big, big hurdle, I think. I probably the biggest, I think, aside from just the games. Yeah. If you yeah. need people to make them. Yeah. yeah. I kind Eric, of Eric think says of, Microsoft uh, buys Sony. What? Well, all right. That's that's the end of the conversation then. No, yeah. I guess that's uh, the next like, step, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right now I think of Activision's reputation. It's like it's like uh it's like the Jake Paul of video games, like really popular, <laughs> but just generally evil and despicable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I like it. I like, like it. a car wreck that you just have to look at while you pass by. <laughs> like you might even take a photo or two. <laughs> it's not even a Logan Paul. A Logan Paul has some redeeming features. It, it's a Jake yeah, Paul. Exactly. Does he? <laughs> Do they though? Now, guys, I, I I wanted to ask you guys all all in a row and see what you guys think. Hamburgers. I'm going to ask you first off. Do you think the Call of Duty? will go exclusive the next well not the next game because the, the deal won't even be through for that mm. but sooner or later in the, in the next few years will call duty go exclusive and or will everything go exclusive okay mm. so let's start with greg right. greg will call of duty go exclusive to xbox and pc i say <clears throat> no because like i said earlier oh that's wow. the that's the biggest middle finger you can give your competitor is making money by putting games on their platform and to not have those individuals play. I mean, maybe the, the cross play aspect to it will improve and that's what I'm hopeful for, but I don't see them moving away from another opportunity to, to make money because I feel like it, yeah, it's going to be part of this, xbox environment that they're building but they're not going to exclude another opportunity to to add more money for them to then go out and and make more purchases like this one 
Next up, do you think Overwatch, Diablo, everything else, Crash, future Tony Hawk games, will that be Xbox exclusive? Ooh. I think there'll be select exclusives. Okay. All right. I like guess the, the ones that, the, yeah, the ones <laughs> that make sense on Game Pass, I think they'll, they'll pick and choose what, what they see potential in. Like Tony Hawk, that's got a lot of a, a, a potential for, you know, people because i mean you have to think about it they're looking at the people it's like game collecting you know the retro games are hot right now and the prices are skyrocketing because people like me have some dispensable income to to collect and purchase games even though you know their price is high and they're going to look at those individuals that are you know have that nostalgia for those older games that have a dispensable income and what better way to squeeze that money out of people than to put those games on a platform that requires a subscription. I mean, you look at Microsoft Office, uh, Windows, um, Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate, those are all you know, recurring charges that are hitting people that are paying for those services. And that's just more revenue coming into Microsoft. So I think they'll be very, very cautious or you know, make select games that, that make sense on Game Pass. And, and that's what we'll see. Yeah. Next up, John, what do you think about Call of Duty first? Do you think Call of Duty will go Xbox exclusive? Uh, I do. Yeah. I, I, I think the, the mainline new Call of Duty games are going to start skipping PlayStation in like, I don't know, maybe two years. I'm not, I'm not going to really try to predict when exactly. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think Warzone is going to stay multi-platform. Oh, reason sure, being... Yeah. Reason being, you know, it's all, it's already on PlayStation. If they were to just pull the plug on it, the the yeah. bad will there would be astronomical, just astronomical. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the the wrinkle is that Activision's already started using uh, Warzone as its own little like unorthodox like news platform. Like, I, didn't they announce like Black Ops Cold War like on? Yeah, like Warzone? through the game. Yeah. Yeah. Super so weird. like, it'll be a little weird if like. You're playing on PlayStation 5 Warzone. It's like, live next year, only on only Xbox. On Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> the next hotness in the Call of Duty series. So Exclusive. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to not your platform. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't really know how they're going to handle that. I'm very curious to see what they do there. But I, I do think, I think Warzone is going to stay multi-platform and... I can't imagine a scenario where Activision pulls the plug on that even in like the next two years. So I think that's going to be PlayStation for the foreseeable future. Mainline stuff, Xbox, PC. Okay. All right. Um, I'm in a similar boat. I'll get to Brett next. But since you, since you talked about this, I think Warzone is going to become Call of Duty's Minecraft, basically, where it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's on PlayStation. They're going to keep supporting it. They're going to do like huge updates where it's this big thing and they're going to they're going to try and keep building that up as like their platform game. But I also mm-hmm. think every single year we're still probably going to get a normal Call of Duty game with a campaign only on Xbox and PC. When I don't know, it, it could be 3 years from now, but I think sooner or later that's what their plan is because they they yeah. And also with, with their uh Warzone, they have the opportunity to get people to subscribe to Game Pass to play it, not be, it's already free to play, but you get a bunch of stuff if you're sub to Game Pass. You get a bunch of skins. You get, mm. I, I don't know. I don't really know what's in Warzone, but I'm sure they can like entice people to to sub to Game Pass every month. There's and all get sorts Warzone of random stuff. packs. Yeah, like There's just like, random packs and stuff. That's like, like way weed, like 
there's there's like ones with like marijuana leaves and and smoke and stuff <laughs> really? like yeah, yeah stuff and, like that i feel like that's whatever. perfect for game pass <laughs> put all that stuff in game pass and i i i, I guarantee you people will gobble pass. it up they will gobble <laughs> up the marijuana on game pass brett medlock definitely they definitely will <laughs> i'm gonna quote that <laughs> put it on the box <laughs> put it on the box oh and I yeah just and this... then oh go ahead i was gonna say about all the 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 non-call of duty games i think diablo that's a pc franchise in the first place so there's no way that's going to playstation now or yeah. i doubt i doubt any version of that's going to nintendo either overwatch mm. 2, well diablo 3 did right it went it went to yeah eventually it, yeah, yeah yeah Diablo 3 was on everything yeah yeah eventually um overwatch 2 well first of all i've heard that game's development is like a train wreck so mm-hmm. right. who knows if that game will ever release in the first place number one but number two if it does release i think that's going to stay multi-platform because it's like it's it's a kid-friendly esport. like i i think it doesn't benefit enough from not being on every possible platform based on the kind of game they're marketing it as i don't see a strategy where it makes most sense to take it off of those other platforms yeah um and then in general, moving forward, I think if it's like a game game, if you know what I mean, like not like a, the game you know, not a like, yeah, thank you. Not, not that sort of <laughs> game. Like I think all the game games, I think are going to become like Xbox exclusives with like possible exceptions here and there, like, you know, like Cuphead situations. Not that yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Xbox doesn't own them, but like that no, situation in general. Yeah. 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 All right, Brett. Actually, I was still talking about mine. Oh, yeah, the other games, like the the, the non-Call of Duty games. Hmm. I think they're going to end up being Xbox and PC games. Like like John was saying, there might be like a licensed game at, at some point that like the contract was to put on every platform so that, so that they're going to put it everywhere. But I think generally Activision games will be Xbox exclusive, including Call of Duty, aside from Warzone, which will continue to be updated like heavily for the foreseeable future and just... And just dominate on all platforms, including PlayStation. And uh, Brett, now where are you at on all of this? Do you think Call of Duty will become Xbox and PC exclusive? It's it's so hard to say, man. I, I, I part of me wants to say that it's so big. It, it I, I can't imagine a future where a Call of Duty is only on Xbox. That's so hard to even even imagine. Yeah, no, it is. But, but yeah, go ahead. But because of the <laughs> the kind of money they spent, I just keep going back to that dollar amount, and I'm like, how do you spend seventy billion dollars? And like Greg did bring up a good point. That's kind of a, an fu to say, this is how baller we're going to be. We're going to buy out the rights to this, and yeah, you can put it on your platform if you want, but we're going to make all the money off of it, basically, kind of thing. But man, I I just still want to think that it's is going to eventually be exclusive to Xbox. And we've all kind of touched on this. Like it's not going to happen next year. I think they make call of duties in like three year cycles, like every, every three years yeah. they, they have like three, three teams working on it. So mm-hmm, right. I, I would think maybe two, three years down the line, all of a sudden we're going to be in a, in a reality where if you don't own an Xbox or have a PC, you're not playing call of duty. Which is uh, I, I I had to I had to break that news to my twelve year old son today, <laughs> and he, he's Shattered like he's, he's twelve. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's twelve, so of course he's got like that that PS fanboy stuff. Like he's only only owned a PlayStation before, and even though I own an Xbox, he doesn't ever play on it. So I had to break the news to him that 
hey bud uh call of duty's not gonna be on playstation anymore and uh yeah starting that's, today he, he, this is the santa yeah, claus talk all over again <laughs> exactly yeah we had the santa claus talk and the xbox and at the same time at santa the same claus time like we're just gonna knock this never play call of duty yeah. again yeah. well have a good day at school so i mean <laughs> and i even said i was, I was like uh i was like <laughs> i even said something like uh hey well, you can always come down to my room because he's got his own room his playstation and play uh call of duty when i'm not gaming and he just gave me that look like really Brett, <laughs> so, buy this kid it'll be interesting S. come on what are you it'll doing be, I, I like i said i i even brought it up he's just so he's so hardcore like if it's not on playstation i don't want to play it but if if, if oh, any man. if any game is going to break the camel's back with changing his mind it would be call of duty because he plays it all the time um what he i'm wants- curious about is it was, we, we, a couple of you talked about Warzone and uh, how that will probably still stay multi-platform. What I'm wondering, though, is how much longer is Warzone going to be a thing? Because if you guys remember, before Warzone, there was Blackout, which was like the, the yeah, first Call of like Duty that. Battle Royale game. And they did expansions to that and DLC to that. And that was like the big thing for until... Um, which, which Call of Duty was it where Warzone came out? Was it uh, Modern Warfare? Yeah, until Modern yeah. Warfare came out, and it was like well, it a good six before, months it, after. It was after. It, it was after. Was it? Because it, 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 yeah. it didn't it was... launch at the same time that. Because I remember when it launched, people were like, "What the hell? Where's the Battle Royale?" And it took like a good six months or so before that that launched as well. But I, I'm wondering, is like the next Call of Duty going to have its own war zone? And if that's the case, like, I, I know it's still we still got some time, but you know. I wonder how much longer Warzone is going to be a, a th- the big thing with Call of Duty too. Yeah, dude, I've been honestly holding out hope that one day randomly a trailer would drop Call of Duty on Switch. I don't think that's happening anytime soon now. Yeah, nah. Uh, the Switch is the Switch no, is too well, underpowered, anyways. No, but like Call of Duty Mobile could be could be good on Switch. I think that's what you want. When's, you want when's the last Call of Duty? <laughs> I just want to. I just want a Call of Duty game I can pick up and play on the toilet. That's all I need. And, and I'm not using the phone. What, what is, and I'm not connecting the controller with the stupid attachment. No. <laughs> what, what's what's the last Call of Duty that's been on a Nintendo platform? I remember there was one on Black Wii. Ops was it uh, Black Ops Two? Might have been that. No, it was Ghosts. Was, was Black Ghost. Ops Two? Yeah, but it was Ghosts. Was the last was one. Was it really? That was on Wii U then. Oh yeah. Check it out. I'll check it out. Okay. I'm telling you, if I'm wrong. I'm. I could be. I'm not even. I'm. I'm not even. The like last I one I ever be. played was. I, it looks I, like I want to say World of War. Oh yeah, on Ghost on Wii U. Okay. Yeah. Did Ghost the one on, on Wii, Wii U have the uh, attachment where you had like the gun and you could? I mean, I'm sure they still have those on on PlayStation. I don't even know if they too. had motion no. controls on Wii U. I think it was. I from what I remember, I think people said it was decent. I know that the Black Ops 2 Wii U online is still active and there's like still players on there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Real players? That's the last Real color video you've done. Real gamers. <laughs> yeah. it's, like a, it's like a passionate fan yeah, base that's right. playing Black Ops 2 for Wii U. It takes eight, it takes 18 hours in a lobby before you actually launch into a game. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so there's depressing. enough people. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch the last Halo 3? like uh matches before they shut down the the uh, uh the servers recently Mm-mm. oh they oh, shut no. down servers 
for Halo 3 on, on Xbox 360, there's like this video of everyone knowing that it's the last match like ever on Xbox 360. Oh, wow. and, the, and it's in Last Resort, that map. And they all just go out in the beach and they all just start jumping. And then whoever edited the video, added, uh, they added like sad music. It's like, I got really emotional <laughs> oh, watching cool. it. I was watching, I'm like, cool. oh my God, that's all the memories. Cool. My heart's great. broken. <laughs> but yeah, that was really good. Good stuff. Do you guys want to jump into the Nintendo news? <laughs> yeah, I can't oh, listen to this Xbox that, huh? podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is Xbox, a live Xbox yeah. podcast. Anyway, Cuphead, well, the show is releasing. It's coming on February 18th. And did you guys watch the trailer? I did. Yeah, it was awesome. It looks really, yeah, really it looks fun. Really cool. uh, I didn't really like it. Get out of town. Oh, you're oh, a monster. Okay. There's always going to be one. There's always going to be one. Uh, some, something about that. the something it, it looks great dude but like something about the comedy didn't really hit me i don't know i i, I think i'm i'm I'm, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what kind of show it's going to be like is it geared towards like adults with like seems like, like a, a mixture adult animation style I, I but then like the comedy the family really yeah because the the comedy yeah. itself was more family friendly yeah i, I, I the think trailer i mean it's, it's hard to know until we watch Dude, I yeah. just still can't believe I mean, it. Kind of makes is sense. A, this is a team of like two people who probably slaved over making this game for years, and then it actually paid off completely. Like it released, yeah, yeah. it did super well. Now they have a freaking Netflix series. Like they and, have to feel good about yep. themselves. But why did it succeed? You don't get bigger Xbox. Netflix. Xbox. <laughs> I forgot it was an Xbox exclusive for a long right? time. Uh, oh, that's that was right. one of the yeah. only things I ever played on my Xbox One. I played like five or six games, and the whole time I owned the Xbox One, and that was one of them. You son of a gun, dude! But uh, I forgot. Oh yeah, have have any of you guys beat Cuphead? Yeah, no, yeah. I couldn't beat it. I just, I mean, I, I probably could have, but I gave not. up. <laughs> why did you guys? Like, why did you guys sound so reluctant to say yeah? You're like, yeah. <laughs> I think I got halfway, and I played it on Switch of all of all platforms. I did too. I um. I, I like lost my mind doing that stupid double-headed dragon boss or three-headed dragon. Like it took the me one forever. And, uh, well, the no, the the dragon's flying. You're hopping on platforms, and there might be I don't know fire underneath you. There's something deadly underneath you, and <laughs> I, the studio MDHR, the 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 Moldenhauers, their their name. I don't know them, but I actually do know their cousin by coincidence. And wow. I told their cousin, like, after doing the Dragon Boss, I was like, hey, don't take this the wrong way, man, but I want to punch your cousins in the face. <laughs> With one punch. Both right in their stupid cup head. <laughs> and he thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I just think it's funny that this game was first shown during an Xbox showcase, but it was just part of, like, one of the reels, and it just had their name on the bottom. Like it just said Cuphead, and then everyone oh, was like, it? "Wait, wait, what the hell was that game? It looked amazing." <laughs> yeah, and it was. It was just like a five second clip, and then it ended I up becoming I, this huge. I thing. remember that, and then the next year is when, I think they got approached. I think it it they they weren't like in talks with Microsoft yet, but then the next oh, okay. year at, at E three, it would it like, inched more towards being exclusive, and it was at the at the indie booth there i remember walking over there with you brett and i think eli yeah i remember and, seeing that yeah and i remember it was like 
it, there was like so many people just hyped to play it. And I remember we I'm, played oh, it. Wait, didn't we play like, it together? The co-op? I think so. <laughs> yeah. We sucked. We immediately died. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, this game sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wasn't that so weird what people gravitate towards? Like, they were probably like, yeah, this looks kind of neat. Let's put it in the sizzle reel. And then everybody's yeah. like, oh my God. What are you doing? <laughs> it's in the five seconds in a sizzle reel. All right, next up, yeah, no. Kingdom Hearts Switch announced for the 10th, February 10th. Is anyone looking forward to streaming the Kingdom Hearts trilogy on Switch? Because I'm not. Wah, wah. Nah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Uh, Eric, oh, you had Eric, to hear the play this trailer, Eric. Now. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll get, I'll definitely get a copyright strike from Square. Demonetize. Air out of the room. Uh, but yeah, I um, <laughs> I'm just still flabbergasted that this game is streaming only the game at least one and two could obviously run on switch like if there were there were ps2 games and three honestly looks like it could be dumbed down just like cut the resolution and frame rate in half and it could run on switch probably <laughs> make it look like crap and it'll be fine yeah, yeah that's I mean, honestly, it that's all you I gotta would, do i would prefer a 25 frame per second for get out of here 44p <laughs> game that is native rather than speaking, speaking a streaming about, game speaking about punching people in the face <laughs> i do i do think uh I, I do think streaming has come a long way not but... on switch man yeah and, and and i've never played the kingdom hearts game so if i'm gonna play him it's sure not gonna be streaming like it's yeah. that's just just a, a pass for me yeah i I, just, yeah. I i do not understand it and then and the, and the thing is is you know a, a more powerful switch is going to come out sooner or later that could definitely yep. run these games and i'm just thinking so why not just wait and exactly yeah yeah, yeah just wait mm -hmm. or I, I hope when that does happen the square is like okay if you have the new switch you play them natively but that ain't gonna happen Nah. Next up, Respawn is reportedly developing a new FPS with with mobility and style. This one's all for Greg. What do you think about this Apex <laughs> Champion? And it's Ooh. not Titanfall. If, I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. <laughs> if it's in the Titanfall universe. Yeah, they they have some some you know weird stuff going on. I, um, you know they don't they have a Star Wars game also too in the works. <clears throat> yeah. A Jedi, yeah, the sequel to other Jedi than Fallen Order. other than Fallen Order too. No, that one, yeah, no, yeah, that. I thought there was something order. else too, but uh, 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 Ubisoft's Massive Entertainment is making an open world Star Wars, oh, and yeah. uh, yeah. the uh, Quantic Dream is the making dudes that a... made uh, Beyond right. They're making yeah. Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah, I don't That's know. Still they... like six years out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just think it's funny that the wording they used, uh, a, an FPS with mobility and style. Like, isn't that every game you've done basically so far? The Titanfall <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. Apex. They're not bad at it, though. That's the thing. Like, if you. No, no, I mean, absolutely. Jedi Fallen Order, you know, how. I mean, it has, I think, a very distinct style of its own. It has, like, you, you feel agile, you feel. You know, like you're you really are a Jedi, and and granted, it's a, a tough game. And then you look at games like Titanfall, which also had a successful uh, sequel, Titanfall Two. Like, uh, there was a lot of people that played Titanfall Two multiplayer and played the single player, and it was it was like, you know, it was something completely different from the first one. It it gave the fans what they wanted, and then they were expecting another Titanfall, but we got Apex instead. And then that blew up. That and was surprising. So 
Yeah. It, I, oh, yeah. Trust me. I I was very surprised. I remember I reported on it um, before it released because the, the Im- images got leaked. And then yeah. EA reached out to me and they were like, I think I was the editor in chief at the time. And uh, they were like, where did you get these images? And I was like, <laughs> but like, I you know, they were them it, on the side. Yeah, they were being passed around on Reddit. They were on Twitter. <laughs> And the, the the thing they did, they had like a bunch of streamers come out and like you know promote the game, whatever. But like, I I feel I feel like they are are masters of their own engine. They're masters of you know creating very fluid gameplay. And I feel like I I don't know what's next, but even if it's some sort of weird offshoot in the Titanfall universe, or they take it somewhere completely different. I feel like they're still going to find success. I mean, you know, they're they they've hit these Dude, I, these different beats with the the games they've made. I'm yeah. I'm really excited about what what they have coming. Like everything they've done, they've kind of knocked it out of the park. I I, I think uh, Brett's not too big on Jedi Fallen Order, but I love that game. I really enjoyed that game. So like everything they've done, well, I guess I guess they did that Medal of Honor game. Did that ever come out? The VR Yeah, one. apparently it sucks. <laughs> yeah, so, so I can't really, sp- I can't speak on the Medal of Honor game, but all the other games have been fantastic. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, to seeing what They've done is. great, except for Apex Legends on Switch. It is oh an absolutely awful mm, game. Yeah. Okay, I, t- I take Panic back button. the, what I said previously about a native game that runs at <laughs> 14, four, or not, uh, a 480 on Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because that game is blurry, man. That is a blurry-ass game. But, dude, I'm actually really excited about what this potentially could be because I really liked the Titanfall 2 campaign. And one thing I really miss in first-person games that was a big thing for, like, a moment in time where I really fell in love with playing online shooters, and that's wall running in games. I love it. Mm. I loved uh, Black Ops 3. I loved Infinite Warfare. I loved the Titanfall 2 uh, multiplayer. And I really miss wall running and call of duty should go back to it that's right i said it call of duty <laughs> go back to wall running because that's whenever i found it to be fun or exo movement from advanced warfare where you use the stick and you jolt left and right that shit was awesome so go, yeah. so go back to that please yeah it's, but it's never when gonna you happen. see the word mobility I, I mean it almost has to mean that right like boosters and jetpacks and wall running i hope so. i mean mobility kind of almost has to mean that so Hopefully, I don't know. I mean, that's even a, the, that's even a, even a Jedi Fallen Order did some wall running. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah, a, like did. interesting thing about Apex Legends is like it has none of those things, and there's still a level of, of verticality to every, uh, I'll be right back. you know, match that you play. Every um, you know the the maps rotate, and you know, regardless of of legends, I was thinking about this while I was playing last night. My team was like up on this like tall tall ledge. And we're all playing different characters with different abilities. And we could all get to that same ledge that was like way high up. We all just did it in different ways. And I think if they take that same mentality and, and put it into a shooter, whether it's jetpacks or abilities, I think they're still going to, I think they're still hitting their stride. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Ooh. I'm excited. What was the other topic that I had in there? Uh. (laughs) No, I no, go think, ahead. I don't think actually, I don't think I've ever actually played a respawn game like any of them. They Titanfall mm. was their first. You haven't? Yeah, I think like Titanfall I'm just I'm not a first, and it was only multiplayer. 
Right. Yeah, and it and it was yeah, an right? Xbox. And then the exclusive. next one they went campaign, <laughs> and it was an okay, Xbox. Yeah. I get once again we're sticking with the Xbox theme here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Spot Dodge, an Xbox podcast. <laughs> I, I'm surprised John. John said he's never played a respawn game. That's that's surprising. Like, wow. well, like I like I'm I'm just. It's I'm not, not like they have a million of FPS. them, but. Right. I'm not an FPS guy, typically speaking. Um, like I used to really like Halo. Um, not religiously, but just like I was as hyped as the next guy when like Halo Two and Three came out, and. Like to this day, I think like Perfect Dark on Nintendo 64 is still my favorite first-person shooter, just because like the 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 co-op was fun, the the death matches was fun. It had the AI bots. It had like the sweet old uh, levels from Goldeneye imported in the facility, and like it had the mm. weird weapons, like the what was it called, like the N bomb or something, like. God, was that the name? That sounds bad. It was sounds like really bad. It sounds like this. Well, get John off the show. It was like this grenade that like shoots out. <laughs> it was like this grenade that like shoots out like like this negative energy field and it like hurt and like blurred your vision. Sounds and, like, very negative, it, to be honest. It took you were like starting yeah. with like 20 FPS in the first place and you get hit with that thing and you're at like four FPS yeah. and it was great. It was good times. Funny. <laughs> well, next up on the list we have, well, we could talk about this, but I know last time you guys didn't have much to say about Pokemon legends, but after that Japanese version of, of the trailer, we finally got a 13 minute overview of Pokemon legends. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> and I still think it looks fun. I still don't like the graphics, but I, I still am excited about the game. Eh. Anything? Don't, yeah, don't you mean you po- don't you mean Pokemon of the Wild? Is yes, that the game you're exactly. talking about? Pokey Hunter. Well, that's what we wish it was. We <laughs> wish it was Pokemon of the Wild. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> but like... there's such a but there's such a small team. Eric, do not play this trailer. I will get flagged. <laughs> I will get flagged if this trailer plays. Put no Japanese game. But uh there you go. Yeah, so yeah. we won't talk much about Pokemon because you guys suck. But we will go. <laughs> I've been, I've been. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Like, I, I thought I was going to come in here and be the only one that didn't have anything to say about Pokemon. So thank God. <laughs> well, we'll we'll have to bring in Ben someday because he'll be the only one who can exactly. talk about Pokemon confidently. I want to have him on the next episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pokemon. I mean, Kirby. Last week, the main topic mm. of this week originally was just supposed to be Kirby in general, <laughs> but uh, but then this big news broke, and I was like, sorry, Kirby, no no chance. Um, but yeah, Kirby in the Forgotten Land arrives on March 25th, and I'm really excited about that game. We got a release date. It's not long away. It's not far away at all. And how 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 hyped are you guys about this? It looks really pretty. Like it does look really fun. Um, Definitely it looks pretty as hell for a Kirby. This is game. another case where yeah, this is another case actually where it's been like a bazillion years where I've played the series in question. Like the only Kirby yeah. game that like I've really played. Like, I was going to say start to finish, but the truth is that I've really played much at all was the Nintendo 64 one. Mm-hmm. I, I played that on a rental, and I was thinking to myself, oh, this is great. Maybe I should buy this. But then I bought it during the rental, and then I just never thought about the game again in my life. So <laughs> Until now. But, yeah. But I think there's some... Is... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that this kind of looks like the like super mario 3d world version of kirby and that is appealing to me so like this is the first time in years that Kirby's like actually on my radar that shot right there that was that was that's showing right there that's like a beautiful shot i cannot believe that's this i can't believe that's a kirby game 
that's it's pretty like cool. Stupid cute. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of the I'm kind of the, in in John's camp as well. I don't remember the last like Kirby game I've just sat down and and played through. I tried be, because I've I've uh, been keeping up on this game and and been excited about it coming out. I I tried playing Kirby Star Allies the other night and maybe I maybe I need to give it more time. I, I had a hard time getting into it. Um, but man, this looks really good. It it looks like they're just going a different direction than of course, any Kirby I've ever seen and really kind of mm. Nintendo kind of has like a, like a certain, a certain way that most of their, their big properties feel. And it, it feels like it's maybe we haven't seen enough, but it feels like it's maybe a little bit darker than the, the cutesy lighthearted games. Like it, he's it in like, like a, you know, dystopian yeah. world. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm like interested in that post-apocalyptic everyone's dead mm-hmm. except Kirby yeah. and the enemy. <laughs> So it's can you imagine if this game was like dark and gritty? I mean, I'm sure it's not going to go full full dark and gritty, but even just a little bit, that's that definitely has me interested. Yeah, for sure. My my history with Kirby is I've tried a lot of them, but only a few of them have stuck with me. And two of them, Kirby Air Ride on GameCube, fantastic game. Mm. And, and my son to be the big my one, son yeah. still plays that game, and I just think that's hilarious because I played it when I was his age, and now he's playing it. Um, and aside from that, Canvas Curse on DS was super good. Oh, you yeah. only oh, used that. Yeah. the drawing uh, uh, to control him, and you had to really think outside the box to kill the enemies and stuff. And that's a really solid game as well. Those two games are amazing. I also played like like uh, Nightmare in Dreamland and whatnot, and that was also good. But I feel like lately Kirby has been really aiming towards like young kids, especially like during the Wii yeah. uh, uh, generation, and and he, and even with the one Brett was talking about, Star Allies super easy game and it's just like kind of you're just going through the motions while playing it and uh yeah. this one looks like it just it offers something different and something exciting for kirby which i think is just really awesome and I, originally I, like, I, it, it seems like oh sorry guys you go no, ahead go ahead go ahead brett originally i thought that it was like an open world type kirby game but if you really pay attention it, it is like linear levels that you're being funneled through which i still think is exciting it doesn't have to be this big open world game or anything it's kirby 3d world yeah pretty much exactly that yeah, <laughs> I, that, yeah. I mean like yeah kirby's right that's yarn. all you really need kirby's epic yarn had like such a distinct style i even played like a little bit of uh uh what is it? Uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse on Wii U. Yeah, that was like I'm the Canvas sure Curse sequel. It. But then, like Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Do you guys remember that? That came out like I think at the end of the Wii's uh, lifespan. But like it was just such a like, like vibrant, fun, you know, return to Kirby. But it's always been isolated to either like 2D or we were talking about earlier um, the one on uh, Nintendo 64. Was it, what did we say it was? The, that was the also curse? 2D. Yeah, that but that yeah, one was like uh, a, a 2.5D, like weird kind of yeah, camera rotated. Yeah. But yeah. we and and aside from that, like the collections, like they did the anniversary collection, um, the Superstar um, collection on Super Nintendo, but it's never mm-hmm. been like this this robust of a game, and I feel like it. Even just looking at it, it looks kind of in between like the the traditional like you know easy to play. But it just feels like it's it's filled with a lot more depth. Like there's more things in this world. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah, it, just, it it looks like a game that'll be fun to play more than once. Like there's like collectibles Ugh. and stuff. 
like so Super Mario plus. 3D Land <laughs> on D, on on 3DS. This seems like it would. <laughs> this seems like it would be a fun co-op game too, Brett. We might have to put this one in our co-op yeah, radar. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Do you think it'll definitely. have co-op? It does, and the latest trailer it said they it confirmed did. it. Oh, did? Yeah, oh, I think I that's confirmed. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really awesome. The game just looks really solid. Like too good for a Kirby game. Like that's the first thing I think. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that just makes me really happy because I feel like this is an IP. Like every Nintendo IP, they should really cherish and take care of it when it comes to its games. And I feel like all too often, like something sort of just gets crapped out and it's not very special, but this looks really special. Yeah, it's it. probably going to be the most solid eight of the year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> and the so many environments. Lines. Yeah, the, the diverse environments look awesome. But that's pretty much it, guys. Was there, I, th- I think that's the end of the show. This has been a pretty fun show, reacting to you, uh, uh, reacting with you guys about the big Xbox purchase of Activision. That is still freaking crazy to say. So are just we absolutely our, wild. Are we skip our and we'll be talking about this next week, too, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, this has been Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast. I almost forgot what I was hosting. I almost said Geeks of the Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> Brett Larson, if oh, people want to find said you, my other podcast. where can they Sorry, go? <laughs> Damn you, Yeah, Greg. it's uh, on Twitter. It's uh, B underscore Lars 24. Pretty easy. John, where can people find you or your work? You can find me on the street corner turning tricks uh, or on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> That'll be your intro name. next time. You can find him on the street corner. Street corner John. Street corner John. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at uh, at John Frischa. It's just my name, F R I S C I A. It's pretty sweet and stuff. And uh, making a video game, looking to launch the website, uh, hopefully this month, and uh, then I'll spam you guys with it. No way. Yeah, for sure, nice man. For That's sure. awesome. <laughs> Greg, where can people find you? A little plug. Work? Little plug. Uh, so I always forget that my uh my twitter handles all weird but if you search dynamite underscore giraffe on twitter it's on uh, screen right now oh sweet um tiktok <laughs> is where i produce like a lot of my my clips uh from apex legends um halo i do a couple rocket league whatever i'm playing really uh the same on youtube instagram and i feel like i'm missing one. Oh yeah and then my other content over my written content on pc invasion Awesome. Sounds good. My Twitter is Brett or at Brett NLL. And you can find me right here on this channel making videos and whatnot. That's pretty much it. Thanks a lot for hanging out, everybody. People in the chat, thanks a lot for hanging out. Means a lot. And we will talk to you guys later. Goodbye. See you guys next week. See you guys.